just have an unbelievable team behind us that are willing to go into the mouth of the lion and share the hope of Jesus Christ during a time of crisis. It's unbelievable and I'm so inspired by the team we have. So this is what we do. God tells us to love our neighbors as ourselves, and no greater love than laying down your life for the life of another. So we want to sacrifice and do all that we can to bring relief and help and the hope of Christ to people who are desperate right now and to really uh, encourage and support the medical team that are there working tremendous hours and under a lot of stress to relieve their burdens will be amazing. Welcome to another episode of On the Ground with Samaritan's Purse. I'm your host, Christy Graham. And what you're hearing is our DCA cargo plane on the runway in Greensboro, North Carolina, getting ready for takeoff to Italy. On board were more than 20 tons of medical equipment, including our emergency field hospital, as well as 32 members of our disaster assistance response team. We call them our DART, and they include doctors, nurses, water and sanitation specialists. This team is now in Northern Italy, fighting the deadly coronavirus at our field hospital. In today's episode, we thought we'd bring you an inside look into how Samaritan's Purse responds to disasters, specifically the coronavirus pandemic. With me today is Dr. Elliot Tenpenny, the director of our International Health Unit. I am grateful that in the midst of his busy schedule, he was able to update us with our response in Italy. So I have Dr. Elliot Tenpenny on the phone with me today, and um, he's going to update us with um, what Samaritan's Purse is doing. Elliot, thanks so much for taking the time today. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. I was wondering, I know, um, you know, we sent a plane, what, March 17th? We yes. sent a plane with 32 responders um, to Italy. Can you talk to me about where they, what they're doing and if the field hospital has been set up yet? Absolutely. So uh, they are in the city of Cremona, uh, which is right outside Milan. This is the most affected area within Italy right now, who's, the country's being ravaged by coronavirus. Daily, between three and 500 people are dying. There are three to 5,000 cases uh, more each day that are being reported. It's really the worst uh, place in the world where this is attacking right now. And so Samaritan's Purse had an opportunity and is going to help people in their time of greatest need in this area near this hospital. What we're deploying is what we call a respiratory care unit, another word for a coronavirus-focused field hospital. That field hospital has 68 beds within it, including eight ICU beds that care for the sickest patients um, in the hospitals. The uh, entire team will be composed of 60 people. They left starting on the day you said earlier. Uh, 32 of them have arrived, and they're currently, I just got a message a minute ago, uh, fully at initial operating capacity or capability, and we'll be accepting patients uh, within the next 12 hours. So uh, tomorrow morning, their time, we will be opening um, and accepting patients and uh, helping the Italian people there. Wow. I didn't realize that many more were joining. Um, so, Elliot, you have, um, you know, Samaritan first known for running into the fire. Um, and as you said, this is the epicenter of the disease. Um, what is it like for those responders to enter into something like this? Well, just like any infectious disease, it takes a, uh, it takes a sacrificial heart to give of themselves. They could be a lot safer 
mm-hmm. staying away from this fire. But that's not what we're called to do as Christians. That's not what we're called to do as an organization. And we run um, into these challenges and respond. You know, really what it means um, to us is similar to the story of the Good Samaritan. These are the people in the world right now who are in the ditch of life. Mm-hmm. And that's where we're called to go. We're not called to stay home. We're not called to hide. We're not called to retreat and stay safe. We're called to go forward and help people in exactly conditions like this. And we've done it throughout the history of Samaritan's Purse. I think about the time of Ebola. We've responded to diphtheria, cholera, many infectious diseases. This is just the next one uh, that we have the privilege of being able to respond and ministering to. Since these interviews were recorded, Samaritan's Purse has opened the emergency field hospital. And less than 24 hours after it opened, the intensive care was already full. The need is overwhelming, but as believers, we're called to respond and help when people are suffering. One of the DART members who responded to this call for the first time was named Mariah. One of our podcast correspondents had a moment to talk to her before she boarded the plane, and I love hearing her obedient response to the call and acting out in faith. Here's what she had to say. I just want to ask what it was like to get the call knowing that you were asked to be deployed to go to Italy. Um, I guess for me, it was just one of those unique God timing things because I had just been discussing with my high school Sunday school class the fact that um, we were to have to be strong and courageous and not fearful and we had been talking about the fact that God calls us very often to go to scary places because there are lost and dying people who have no hope and they're scared and that all through history we've seen Christians who go to the hard places and I thought how incredible that God took that conversation that we had just had and then said, now how well are you going to walk that? Because 15 minutes later, my phone lit up and I was like, oh, guess what? (laughs) Let's put that into practice. And so I just thought that how incredible it was that he would just say, okay, you you have just shared with these young women the heart of, of scared and, and do not, I'm not giving you a spirit of fear, um, but of power and of love and of, of discipline. And are you really willing to, to walk that in front of, you know, you, you've said the words, now are you willing to walk them? So that was kind of what it was. So Samaritan's Purse is known for running into the storm, not away from it. Running to what God has called us to, not away from it. What does that look like for you in your, not only your personal life, but going on the start, walking into the coronavirus? What does that mean for you? What did you... It it truly is the fact that God has given us special gifts and abilities. And if I am not willing to use those on the front line of of the battle, he has called us to be soldiers. I love Elizabeth Elliot's quote that she always says was God has not called us to a playground he's called us to a battleground he didn't train us to play on the swings he trained us to be in the trenches and and that is what he is giving us so that is what we do it's what we've been called to he's given us gifts and talents and abilities but he has called us to be part of the army of God and that's where we're going this is the front lines Hundreds of people are dying each day. Um, And they will either die with the hope of Jesus Christ, 
and the knowledge that they were loved and that an amazing creator God has sent someone to walk that valley of the shadow with them or they will die and be eternally separated from him. And, and we are called to be that light and that hope and that that salt in a dark place. Light doesn't shine in the light, it shines in the darkness. And the darker the night, the brighter the light. That's been the theme for Samaritan's Purse in the midst of this pandemic. We are called to be the light. It says in God's word that we are made to be vessels and to be obedient. We should be like the early church and disciples after Jesus' ascension. The early church was bold and fearless, unable to be quiet about what they had witnessed. As Peter said in Acts 4.20, for we cannot help speaking about what we have seen and heard. And I love Peter's encouragement in 1 Peter 3.12-15. For the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and His ears are attentive to their prayer. But the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. Who is going to harm you if you are eager to do good? But even if you should suffer for what is right, you are blessed. Do not fear what they fear. Do not be frightened. But in your hearts, set apart Christ as Lord. Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. But do this with gentleness and respect. Let's get back to my conversation with Elliot as he specifically shares how we are fighting this battle. And so how can we be praying? I know, um, like you said, I actually watched a news video or a news story on that hospital and just listened to some interviews from the staff, you know, working long hours, barely getting to go home, having no energy to talk to their family. Um, And like you said, not seeing patients recover um, is just really crippling them. Um, So how is Samaritan's Purse able to encourage and booster them? How can we be praying for the partnership there? Is it going well? And have they been received well? Well, they've been received unbelievably well uh, by the um, Italian people, by the mayor of the area, by the Italian mm-hmm. armed forces, by the government, by the NATO forces that are in country. Incredibly well. Wonderful partners there uh, that we're working with. Um, I would say you can be praying for a few specific things. Pray for stamina. Pray for rest. Pray for um, supernatural protection. The people that are going into this area are normal people like you and me, and they can get sick just the same as anybody else. And so pray that they can remain healthy and able to take care of the people there. And, and critically pray that we have an opportunity to share the gospel of Jesus Christ to these people, to these people in this, op- in this place. Pray that we would be able to find those little moments to be able to speak about our faith, to be able to share our um, faith and the hope that we have with the Italian people there amidst the busyness and amidst the challenges and amidst the death that they're going to see. Well, thank you so much. Um, And Dr. Tenby, I know um, as a doctor, you know, you fight, and you were just mentioning it, you know, you're fighting a virus that is invisible. You know, we can't see it, but it can infect you. And you are choosing to go into this battlefield. And for those that are working, and I know you've responded before like this. Um, Our devotion today was on Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, you know, and their obedience to God. And like you said, as Christians and believers, 
we are obedient and we are, we call when there's a need. Um, so can you talk to me about how you've seen God, um, even in this last week, preparing to send this team, how you've seen God um, respond to Samaritan first, respond to your obedience? Well, first and foremost, this, um, it wasn't a week ago when this wasn't even a thought in, in our minds. Mm-hmm. And a week later, a group of 60 people from all across the world are together, uh, right. ready to fight, ready to stand shoulder to shoulder with the Italian people to help fight this disease. That's, that's a miracle in and of itself. Um, that's amazing, amazing to see. The reception that they've gotten on the ground, I can't overstate, has been mm-hmm. full of blessing. I mean, just unbelievable little things on, that have come through again and again and again to allow this to, to, allow this to happen. Um, I really think those are the main ways that I've seen this, um, the, the blessings happen. But you know, Christy, we, um, <laughs> this disease and this situation is actually unique in the many years that we've been doing ministry. There have been deadly diseases, there have been challenges, but there has very rarely ever been one that has actually threatened the entire globe. Mm-hmm. A global threat. And we are, I think the biggest blessing amongst this entire thing is watching the entire world. Everyone's retreating. Everyone's taking a step back. Everyone's sta- uh, governments all over the world are closing their borders and saying less. We need to do less and holding back. And we have the opportunity as Christians uniquely to be stepping forward while everyone else is stepping back. And I think we need to make uh, as much of that as we can and take that opportunity to minister to all the people that we can um, because we have a responsibility to minister and to act in sometimes a different way than the culture around us. And being able to advance this ministry at this time is one of those ways. As Christians, um, we need to cling to God's sovereignty. Um, You know, not be reckless. You know, like you said, we need to listen to our government. But when there is a need, um, I appreciate the fact that Samaritan's Purse um, has so many that are willing and ready to say, yes, I, I will go. Um, so we will be praying for your team. We thank you for your leadership. Well, I think I'd like to say one other thing. You just reminded me uh, what you just said. They're conquering fear. You don't really, these aren't superheroes that are going. Mm-hmm. No one has really conquered fear. Everyone has some fear that God allows us. Um, in his sovereignty, in his ability, and in his strength to step forward despite that fear mm-hmm. and minister like this. It's not that the fear is taken away or the worry is taken away, but God works through that and allows us to be able to take those steps anyway. And that's really beautiful to watch. As these men and women have responded in obedience to go to Italy, let's do our part in responding by lifting up these teams in prayer, being expectant of God's presence. Isaiah 43, 18 through 19 says, forget the former things, do not dwell in the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up, do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the desert and streams in the wasteland. My husband, Edward, had the chance to encourage and pray for our dart before the takeoff. Here's what he said. 
I love being a ranger and I love jumping out of planes and helicopters and going to go hunt bad guys. I don't get to do that anymore. I get to share the hope of Jesus Christ. But you are going to hop out of a plane in Italy. Not the same way I hopped out of planes. So don't get worried. We don't have parachutes. But you're going to go right into the fire. And you're going to serve those that need, and need to have hope. So thank you. And uh, I really am, like I said, I'm in awe of what, what you're doing. And know that there's me praying for you. And there's a lot of pe people here that support you. Um, and when we get back, we want to make sure you're well taken care of and supported as well. So let us know what we can do to serve you while you're over there. But before you go, I'd like the honor of praying for you. So let's pray. Lord, right now, I just commit these men and women, these unbelievable partners of Samaritan's Purse, uh, the ministry that you've entrusted us with, are going forward to serve in the name of Jesus Christ. And Lord, I thank you. We thank you for the resources and the assets, the planes, the hospital, the equipment, but Lord, the personnel uh, that you've given us. Just so incredible. And Lord, I stand in awe before you that we, be, we get to serve during a time of crisis. And Lord, that we're not timid. Um, that we go forward. Yes, we're going to be fearful, but just like Peter got on the boat, if you want to be part of a miracle, you got to take that step in faith. And we have a team here that's willing to do that. That's ready to be part of a miracle, and that's your miracle, Lord. Lord, I just commit them to you. Go before them, direct their path. Please keep them from harm. Keep them safe. But Lord, give them confidence and boldness and empower them, Lord. And Lord, when they need help or when they're tired, Lord, I just pray they look towards you for guidance, direction. Lord, only hope that you can provide. Let them be tools and vessels to go before and just to help the Italian people, to show them love, but Lord, to give them the medical care, the tools that you've empowered, the skills you've given them, let them be used. But Lord, in all that they do may bring glory and honor to you. And again, Lord, we just thank you for this opportunity to be a part of your ministry. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. amen. As you're fighting your own battles in your own communities with this virus, I hope hearing the prayers in this episode has encouraged you. God has called us to obedience, and just like Dr. Tenpenny said, He is strengthening us in our weakness. I love 2 Corinthians 12, 9 that says, My grace is sufficient for you, my power made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses, so that Christ's power may rest on me. So whatever you're facing today, I pray that God continues to uphold you with his righteous right hand. News is changing rapidly. So if you wanna stay up to date with the latest that Samaritan's Purse is doing to respond to COVID-19, check out our website at samaritanspurse.org. I know I have read a lot of scripture today, but honestly, it's the only thing that gives me peace and hope in these troubling times. Hebrews 6, 19 says, we have this hope as an anchor for the soul, firm and secure. If you've never experienced true hope and peace through a relationship with Jesus Christ, I encourage you to seek Him today. You can have peace despite troubling circumstances because of what Jesus did on the cross for you. We all have this opportunity, but it requires a decision that only you can make. As Romans 6, 23 says, the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. If you would like to know more about this gift of God, I encourage you to visit billygram.org as they would love to help you find hope in Jesus. There are many resources on the website. Please check it out if you've never found this peace and hope. Thanks so much for tuning in today. I hope your faith has been strengthened as you listen today. God bless you.